Hey there, Brittany here. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a special online mini training that I'm offering for free for a limited time. It's called Peace, Love, Stepmom. And not to toot my own horn, but beep beep, it's pretty freaking awesome. Peace Love Stepmom will give you the exact steps to take in order to create more harmony in your stepfamily without feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or bite your tongue or ignore your own needs just to keep the peace. Because if you are listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you know there's a big difference between not fighting and actually feeling peaceful. To enroll in Peace Love Stepmom and get immediate access to this incredible online course, head to peacelovestepmom.com and sign up. It's totally free. You don't want to miss it. So go to peacelovestepmom.com to enroll and get immediate access. Now on with the show. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail. I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all, and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lynch. Thank you for joining me here today. If you are brand new to the show, then welcome. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for prioritizing your stepfamily, your wellness, your health, your happiness, your peace, all of that jazz. If you are a loyal listener, hello to you too. Thank you for joining me also. I also see you. Good job also. Also, also. Today's episode is just going to be a little... A little shorty. Uh, if you are listening on the 15th of March when this episode is coming out, then you might know that right now we are in the middle of the Uplifted Stepmom 2.0, which is super exciting. It's launch season, baby. That means that we are opening enrollment really soon for your stepmom story. But before we do that, we're we are um, having the uplifted stepmom, the uplifted stepmom three part live online workshop series that is going to help stepmoms like you know exactly what to do so that you can peacefully blend your step family. And then if people want to jump on into your stepmom story afterward, then we're going to do that too. So. 
Today's episode is super short because we've got a lot of gals signed up for the Uplifted Challenge uh, this round, which is amazing. We have such a great group of women going through it. Lots of energy, lots of excitement. People are ready to make some make some adjustments in their lives and stop wishing for a better life and start creating it. So I love that. I love when when people are ready to do the do, do the doing, be do the being, be the being. Anyway, today's episode does kind of have a little bit of a point. It ties in with all of this. In my in my couple of short hours, <laughs> short hours off this past weekend, I was reading a book, and this book had happened to have one of my favorite. Aesop's fables as kind of part of the lesson. So I want to read that fable to you. It's called The Man, the Boy, and the Donkey. If you've ever heard it, then keep listening. If you haven't heard it, then you're welcome. But here's how it goes. This is an Aesop's fable. I didn't invent this. I wish I did because it's brilliant. But anyway, okay, so here it goes. I'm going to read it. A man and his son were once going with their donkey to market. As they were walking along by his side, a countryman passed them and said, you fools, what is a donkey for but to ride upon? So the man put the boy on the donkey and they went on their way. But soon they passed a group of men, one of whom said, see that lazy youngster, he lets his father walk while he rides. So the man ordered his boy to get off and got on himself. But they hadn't gone far when they passed two women, one of whom said to the other, shame on that lazy louse to let his poor little son trudge along. Well, the man didn't know what to do, but at last he took his boy up before him on the donkey. By this time, they had come to the town and the passers-by began to jeer and point at them. The man stopped and asked what they were scoffing at. The men said, aren't you ashamed of yourself for overloading that poor donkey of yours, you and your hulking son? The man and boy got off and tried to think what to do. They thought and they thought until at least, at last, not at least, until at last, they cut down a pole, tied the donkey's feet to it, and raised the pole and the donkey to their shoulders. They went along amid the laughter of all who met them until they came to a bridge. When the donkey, getting one of his feet loose, kicked out and caused the boy to drop his end of the pole. In the struggle, the donkey fell over the bridge and his four feet being tied together, he was drowned. So what is the moral of the story? What is the moral of this Aesop's fable? Essentially, it is... If you try if you try to please everyone, you're going to lose your ass, right? Try to please everyone, you will please no one. 
Now, the reason I want to kind of chat quickly about this little fable is because I notice often with women, often with my clients, and now that we are doing the Uplifted Challenge, I notice a lot of shoulding, people shoulding all over themselves. I should do this. I should do that. I should be this way. I should be that way. The kids should do this. The people should do this. Everyone should, right? And I heard it said by some coach I've had along the way that when we do that, when we say I should do this, I should do that, they should, they shouldn't. We're shooting all over ourselves, play on words instead of shitting, shooting. We're shooting all over ourselves. And, you know, we could have a very long conversation about this, I'm sure, but kind of the point I am hoping to invite you to ponder over the next couple of days is the way in which we as stepmoms tend to speak to ourselves. So I want you to get really curious over the next little while about what sorts of things do you say to yourself about how you should be. I should love my stepkids this certain way. I should feel this way about my spouse's ex. I should feel this way about my whole stepfamily. I should be thinner. I should make more money. I should never have become a stepmom. Should, 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 shoulda, woulda, coulda. And what I what I want to also invite you to consider is that when we say I should this, I should that, I shouldn't this, I shouldn't that, I shouldn't have done this, whatever that looks like. Basically, what we're doing is we are denying the existence of what our current reality is. We're denying that our life is our life. Because when we get trapped in should, we're saying that we believe there is still a possibility that if we should on ourselves hard enough, it'll change the way that we are living. It'll change something about our circumstances. Because think about it. Why would I say to myself, I should be this weight? I should be this weight and I'm not this weight. I should be this bonded to my stepchild and I'm not that bonded. We say that because we have an expectation about what life should look like and it doesn't. But rather than go about making changes in a way that feels nice and comes at ourselves with compassion and with love and with real desire to change, we just throw out a should, which relinquishes us of the responsibility to make any changes because we're hanging on to this completely unrealistic dream of having things be different than they are. The truth is, your life is exactly the way that it is. And no shoulding, no shoulda, woulda, coulda-ing 
is going to change the actual real life circumstances of your life in front of you today. And you don't have to like where you are. You're allowed to want to change where you are. But going about it in a way that's like judgmental of yourself and judgmental of others is not helping. Something somebody taught me once was about the way that we talk to ourselves was a way to see it in a different way, a way to reframe it. So essentially what what this person said was, you know, if your spouse talked to you this way, if your spouse, like for example, if Seamus said to me, Brittany, you should be thinner. Brittany, you should be this different way with my son. I would be really effing offended. It would be hurt. It would almost be like borderline abusive. But here we are as women and as stepmoms consistently, constantly always telling ourselves what we should and shouldn't be doing. So if we wouldn't accept that kind of treatment from a spouse or a friend or a family member, why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we essentially abuse ourselves? Why do we berate ourselves? We're allowed to want to change, but the way that we're doing it is not helpful. Like if you want your kids, if you want your kids, if you want your stepkids to do something, you don't berate them and tell them how big of a failure that they are. That doesn't work for human change. Human change has to come from a place of like, I completely accept where I'm at right now and I don't have to like it. And I'm going to do things for myself to change it because I love myself. Not because I hate other people, not because I hate myself, but I'm going to do what feels right and feels good because I love myself enough to do that. And if my saying those words, if my asking you to invite the possibility of loving yourself makes you feel uncomfortable, I'd get really curious about that. You know, the, the time I, the first time I had the realization that I didn't in fact love myself, it was a get your pill bottles out. It was a big, it was a big pill to swallow. And I understand that for a lot of people, it's a process. But when we are running around carrying our, carrying our donkey, trying to prove to everybody that we've got it all together. Meanwhile, we are berating ourselves and abusing ourselves and saying you should be this way and this shouldn't be that way. We're not doing anybody any favors. So There's my food for thought for the week. I hope it gave you something to think about. You can send me a message on Instagram if you want to talk about it. Stop shooting on yourself. You're amazing. If you don't believe that you are amazing, then call me so we can have a conversation. The only way we can change our circumstances, the only way we can change our lives is if we accept them as they are. And you don't have to like something in order to accept it. Accepting it doesn't mean that you are throwing your hands up and resigning yourself to the fact. It means that you've made your peace with the fact that this is the facts of your life. This is the present circumstance of your life. And that gives the responsibility back to you. That puts the the keys to your life that back in your hands. That puts you back in the driver's seat. <laughs> I keep going with these car analogies all day, I'm sure. But I'm not going to. I'm going to stop. Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. 
I couldn't stop. I tried. I really tried. I really tried, but I just, I can't, I can't help who I am. This is who I am. I've accepted myself in all of my weirdness. It's been a long time. It's been a long time <laughs> trying to accept. So anyway, I love you. Even if I've never met you, I do. I will love you until you can love yourself. Somebody said that to me one time when I was very broken and I, it's always stuck with me. So I will love you until you can love yourself. We all will. The girls in the story will. We all love each other. If you haven't joined yet, why not? Come on. That's where all the cool kids are at. All right, beauty queen. That's it for me this week. It's been a slice. Think about the donkey. Think about trying to please everybody. Think about what you're telling yourself that you shouldn't, shouldn't do in order to be good enough. And then let's chat. And I will see you back here. I will see you in the Uplifted Challenge. I hope I'll see you in the Stepmom Story because this is the only time I'm opening enrollment for quite a long time. And have a lovely week. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week. For more behind the scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend. <laughs>